Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. Today we have artist Nancy Rodriguez with us. We're super excited to hear all her stories and let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham Vivanco. And I'm Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I'm the co-founder of Equals H and the director of the program in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. Education Equals Hope exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey with us. And the main purpose for this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners, supporters, friends all over the world, um, and partners in ministry informed as what is happening with the ministry down here in Ecuador. Yay! Yay! And we have uh, Nancy Rodriguez with us today. Hi, Nancy. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> oh, we're so glad to have you on our, our show. It's <laughs> very big deal. Um, Nancy and her husband, Freedom, are full-time staff with Education Was Hope, and they dropped out of the clear blue sky, and we're so thankful <laughs> for them. But we thought it was about time. We've actually tried to do this a couple months ago. But thought it was high time that we had you on the show to introduce you to the world, your debut, if you will, and the Educational Hope world of um, who you are and how you got to us and all that good stuff. Yeah, we're really excited to have you and your family as part of Equals H. But why don't we start, Nancy, with telling us a little bit about you and your story? Well, I think it's important to say that I am actually Ecuadorian. I was born here. (laughs) So um, my first five years of life, I spent living here with my mother. And then we went to live in the United States um, after that. So I've been in the United States ever since until now. So it's full circle for me. Indeed. Um, and when you went to the States, I know you were in Florida and then you've been, uh, what are the places, just the States you've lived in? So I grew up in Queens, New York, and then um, moved to Daytona Beach, Florida for about two or three years when I was 12. Um, and the culture and the <laughs> Just the place was just completely different than what I had known previously. So I moved back for high school. Moved um, back to Queens for high school. To Queens. And then um, went to college in South Florida, met my husband, and then we lived in Arkansas for six years. And most recently, we spent 10 years in near Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. And then God graciously brought you down here. I know that um, we want to get into... Just your call to missions, like how people feel and discern that call. There are so many wonderful people and wonderful people listening right now who want to do something with their life um, outside of um, a nine to five or maybe feel called into ministry in some way. Um, And I want to dive into that. But there's also uh, you and Freedom have some unique gifts and talents that you bring with you. Uh, Tell us about those. So. My particular first call to ministry came very soon after I became a Christian um, because I had known nothing about Christianity or the church. And so when I came to faith, um, I felt like a new person. Mm -hmm. I I had all those awakening moments, and I felt like that was 
something important to do uh, for others. And so I began to have more empathy for people who are not like me or who are like me or how I was. And so I felt that it was very important and I felt that calling initially. And so, um, but it took many, many years. It took almost 20 years for me to actually become a full-time missionary with mm -hmm. my husband. So um, as far as vocation or what my passion is, um, we are, my husband and I are both artists. Mm -hmm. And mm. so initially I didn't know how to combine art and ministry. So it took me, I think, a long time of pre preparing and uh, learning how to really use the arts as a form of ministry. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, uh, God prepares us in many ways, and here I am. Indeed. When you say you're a professional artist, what are the mediums that you prefer? What do you like? And y'all, one day you've just got to come meet Nancy and Freedom in person and just look at their stuff. It's really, really exciting and amazing and humbling for those of us who really are excellent at stick figures. <laughs> Well, it's humbling to hear all that, too. Um, I I have not ever really considered myself like a huge professional at it. I just know that it, art and art making has been a huge part of my life since I could remember. I remember being three years old and picking up a um, mark-making tool and falling in love with that connection of my heart to the mark making tool to whatever mark I made. What is a mark making tool? A mark making tool is anything that makes a mark. It could be a pencil, a crayon, okay. anything, oh. anything that forms a line and um, how incredible that feeling was of expressing through visual um, in a visual way. So my form of medium medium now is painting and also digital art um, and professionally, what I've done as well is um, art education. Mm -hmm. So what I know that that when you guys were in Atlanta, you were doing a lot of that and have been an art teacher and helping others um, express themselves. What do you uh, what do you get to witness when someone is expressing themselves through art? I think one of the most important things that I learned teaching art um, is just the value of making mistakes. And how important that is. Like, mm. let us make mistakes on purpose or um, just experience grace, like, in spite of our mistakes, um, through our mistakes, through um, what we make. Just kind of like forming an atmosphere where um, we can invite, I guess, different truths to be displayed in the process of creating. I think it's, I don't know, it's just been mind-blowing to see in the, the many different ways that you can connect someone with their God-given ability. Whether or not they're an artist, it really isn't the point. It's the whole creative process that we all receive, um, I think, as human beings. Mm. Awesome. Um, tell us a little bit about your family. So my husband is Freedom. <clears throat> we freedom! Have... <laughs> We're going to have him on next. <laughs> Uh, we have three children, ages 12, 17, and 19. And we have two boys and a girl. Um, yeah. 
And it's just been super fun to have them around too. Um, Josh is in the jungle right now, um, working with El Faro, the kind of the key to quest ministry of um, short-term mission inside the country. And your son, John, has been helping with this team that we have on the ground currently. And just really fun to watch him soak it all up and, and enjoy it and be a part of the, the leadership team. And Kayla just gives the best hugs. She is a sweet, sweetheart. Right. I agree with all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Something that is very um, important to share, but it's always super interesting. And for me, was very exciting is to hear, uh, Nancy, your story and how or when did you decide to combine what you were doing in arts and your calling to missions? Because God really showed you something there. And and for many people that are that are hearing us, we feel that we what we do has nothing to do with missions. But like your story is so inspirational because it brings us to understand that God can use everything and anything we are just to be able to serve him. So how was that calling for you? And I'd like a two-part answer, that calling part. And then once you got to Ecuador, how you got into Equals H. Wait, wait. So um, I just, through teaching art, began to see many different ways of sharing God's love with the people that I was teaching. And it was like literally any age. Um, a lot of the people I taught, taught were young, very young. But also we have taught adults. And just I can connect biblical truths with what we're doing in, in, in such a variety of ways. I just couldn't hold back from sharing that. And so I have got to a point where I cannot separate um, my creative process from my devotional life with God. Like I, I use creativity as an access to like as a devotion, as a, as a worship and, and all that. And like, this is how I pray. And so uh, I'm really privileged to be able to share that with other people. So you and Freedom made the the choice and the jump to come to Ecuador and you um, came through Christian Art and testimony, I think, is artist and Christian testimony. <laughs> yeah, but she said um, uh, <laughs> uh, that was kind of your mission sending agency that got you down here because you guys just felt the call, and I know it was a four year process at the least of and COVID in the middle of that. Like, how do we how do we pick up our family and move with uh, teenagers and preteens and and so. All those things that you did, and you landed in Ecuador in September, I think. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? Well, we we just knew that it was time for this calling. Um, so we knew about two years in advance. Uh, obviously, we knew our calling from the moment we, my husband and I met and got married and all that. But it took us two years to actually prepare. And um, we, we decided to just follow God and trust Him, and we knew... We had many conversations with our kids, and we knew that they were also willing and excited. <clears throat> and that's important <clears throat> because when you're bringing your family, you mo- we, well, for us anyways, we, we're a tribe. We move as one <laughs> many times. And I love the fact that this week our boys are in different places with different ministries because it feels like we're reaching them. We're, we're in those places as well, even though we as parents aren't there. So... Super exciting. Um, when we got here, we really didn't know what to do, but we had met um, people from Youth World. And so we came in, we just kind of made an appointment, came in and talked to Cameron. And um, honestly, 
just her story and her passion for education, I feel like really touched my heart. And for me, it was like a no-brainer. So please tell us, Nancy, what are the projects that you're doing right now with E equals H? Um, so right now, we have done a few projects with the teams or interns that are working with us. So um, we use um, creative projects to team build with them or to help them um, kind of solidify uh their relationship with each other because they have to work as a team to serve here. And also, uh, like we might do a debrief um, for a team that is visiting and just to help them process their time here in a visual way. And that's what we've been doing so far. We spend so much time um, talking about debriefing with teams. And it is so wonderful to have uh, another tool in the toolbox. So much of the processing is verbal. Um, what did you see or think about today or where did you see? And, and I have taken all sorts of um, classes on debriefing that talks about the, the need of to be able to do something kinetic and to do art and to be able to do something more than just sit around in a circle and talk. Wonderful things come out of sitting around a circle and talking, but it is such a gift for us with the interns. Um, the project that you just did with them of allowing, of sharing your story and freedom sharing a bit of his and like the phrases that God gave each one of you and then giving them the tools and the space and the time to create that phrase and laminate it so that that they can see it because it's, it's so much more powerful when it's not just a thought in your head but something that you're seeing and touching and can even pack in your suitcase and take with you. That's right. And I feel like when you uh, physically do something with your body, you are processing what's happening in your heart, in your mind, in your emotions, possibly. And, and you're doing something about it. And therefore, you're, you're drawing it out. And I feel like you have a greater connection to it. And that's really the main thing is just like, this is your time. So mm. I feel like we create, we're hosts in a sense. We We have this hospitality about us where we're inviting you into this space that we've created mm -hmm. and we're going to supply you with the tools that you need and that you get to create what it is that you want to do and you get to process in a nonverbal way um, what it is that's, that's, that you're going through, what it is that's happening. And I think um, this is why art therapy is such a great thing mm -hmm. is because <clears throat> we focus so much on having someone say something where many times we don't have words for what it is that we feel. And so like we, we just give them the opportunity, the space, the time, the tools uh, for them to just begin to explore. And sometimes it takes longer than a debrief to really get into deeper things. But, you know, I think for now we're just focusing on letting them have that time, experience it, and learning how it can be a tool for themselves in the future. It has been so fun to share your resources, like just the resource of the two of you, like two professional artists who know how to teach other people and know how to guide other people and know how to lead other people in their faith. All of the ministry sites, I mean, at Raquel at Kermit Bajo was starting to send me hate texts, like, you told me that they were here and I want to meet them. Um, and all the places that have asked you to come do murals to help community murals, like to be that leadership and that others can follow 
their own expression and what that allows for them in their own spot. All of our students, um, a lot of our listeners know that uh, schools in Ecuador don't have art programs. They don't have any of the extracurricular that a lot of us take for granted and uh, that we could help provide that outlet for these children as to fully understand themselves so that they can pour into the world around them. It's just, it's so exciting. And we're excited too. And I think it's important just to say that that was an easy sell for us when when we talked to Cameron, we asked um, her like, and Jorge Luis, we met with them both. And we said, what are you guys doing? Um, what is, what is your ministry here all about? And when they began to share about education and the needs of these kids, like I can literally say I was in the shoes of these little kids trying to get to school. I remember my mom walking around trying to find fabric, the right kind of fabric so she can make my uniform so Mm -hmm. I can go to preschool here in Ecuador and the struggle of trying to find what we need. And so for us, it was easy education and our education, we can we can gel with that. We can kind of like flow with that. We can we can even support with that. So right now we are um, starting to put together what we call Goya boxes. There, it's called Gallery of Young Artists. And in those boxes, people in the states will sponsor a box. We're gonna fill it with whatever these kids need for school, and give them some artistic tools as well. And create an art project that we can do with them in person, but they get to keep these supplies. And so that's giving them another resource for them to like, not even have to think about, okay, am I going to go to school? Am I going to have the books I need? Am I going to have the pens? I, you know what I mean? We're wanting to help Education mm-hmm. Equals Hope provide all these things. Mm, that is just incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you for choosing to partner with us. Thank you for choosing to be a part of our staff and a part of our family and doing life and laughter and fun things. Um, Thanks for being with the teams, um, with our interns and with all the ministry sites. We're just really, really thankful. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. Um, If you would like to support a Goya Goya, I can't say it. Goya. <laughs> yeah, what Nancy said. <laughs> Art box. Um, you can do that through educationalshope.org. Um, you can just put a G-O-Y-A Goya <laughs> box. Goya. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> Um, in the in the memo or an honor of well, wherever you there's a place to type you can type that in there. Sure. We'd love to um to love to help facilitate that. And um, next time any of you listeners come down, you'll get to meet uh, Nancy in person. And we're just thrilled to have the Rodriguez family. We like to call them the Freedoms. We're so glad to have the Freedoms with us um, and sharing their gifts and talents uh, for these students in desperate and difficult situations. Thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.